Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Friday morning. The weekend is here. We'll open phone line for you, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. And Cap, it's one thing to take a look at all the news channels and all the shows talking about what the Bears are going to do at one with the quarterback position. But what about to fill out the rest of the roster? One of the discussions we had in the 9 o'clock hour yesterday is talking about the culture around the Chicago Bears. It's one thing to say they got a good face. You know, you got Ryan Poles as the general manager, and there's Kevin Warren trying to build a new stadium or trying to uh, put the Bears in, in the best spot as far as, you know, the next generation of Bears fans. Is it going to be indoors? Is it going to be at Soldier Field? The point is, though, that there's movers and shakers at Lake Forest trying to figure out what's next for the Chicago Bears for the future. But I think that's one thing we had to talk about is not just what the Bears are going to do in the draft, but as far as filling out the rest of this roster. There's still holes on this roster. We're not just talking about a quarterback that's going to be the savior for this Bears team to get them in the Super Bowl next year. We're talking about is it's the draft, but also free agency. What are the Bears going to do to fill those holes? And you have an idea of a veteran presence that could be able to help this team right away in a position that we don't talk about at all on this team. Put a bib on, Yerk, because he's going to spit his coffee out. Carm, same thing. Again, let me preface this by saying you've got, um, when you redo a couple deals, which they're rumored they're going to do, you're going to have almost $90 in cap space. Mm -hmm. What position has been incredibly devalued in the NFL? The running back position. That's correct. The Bears are not good enough in the running back room. And stop with the Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson. They're okay. All right. I want, I sh- like I say to all the people out there about quarterback, I'm chasing greatness. Mm-hmm. That's the hashtag. Chasing greatness. I want to win. I want to win now. Not tomorrow. Not after breakfast. Now. Saquon Barkley. He just turned 27. He's reportedly said his top choice in free agency is the Houston Texans because he wants to work with a really good young quarterback. He likes D'Amico Ryans. Oh, hold on a second now. He wants to play on grass, not turf. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be tagged, it looks like, by the Giants. Joe Shane said with the money going up, that's their GM, that he would consider a second time the tag but that's not his preference. And if they can't get a deal done, if he loses him, he loses him. That guy's a beast. A beast. Can you imagine if I dropped Caleb Williams and Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze along with an upgrade on my offensive line at center 
and I got Saquon Barkley in the backfield, and I'm only saying this on a short deal. I'm not giving him some massive Ezekiel Elliott contract, and if i got to outbid people, then I won't do it. But if the running back position has been devalued to the point where a talent like that is not being tagged, if I could get him $9 million a year for two years, and guarantee, I'll guarantee every dollar for you. Count me in. Count me in. Now, if the Giants were to um, exercise a second straight tag for Barkley, it would be in the area, in the neighborhood cap of $12.1 million. Correct. Now, again, it wouldn't be openly embraced possibly from Barkley from his standpoint because Barkley has been saying over the past 18 months that he doesn't want to be tagged. Correct. Now, he's a CAA guy, is Barkley. Yep. And That's, so. What is that called? Uh, what is it's creative artist? Is that what it's called? It's Ka. Ka. The Creative Artist Agency. They're, yes. the, they're, they're the Scott Boris of the other sports. Because. Yeah. Ed Berry is his agent. Yeah. At, at CAA. Yeah. And so. Uh, you know, the, he was talking about it at the Combine, Barry, because he's there looking at the next generation of, uh, of football players that's going to be in the NFL. And so think about that. A second straight tag will be 12.1. Now, I would ask, again, it's, these are, are professional players, guys that have skins in the wall. These guys have been productive, guys like uh, Saquon Barkley. Now, if the Bears could offer, say, for instance, it was 10, 11, 12 million dollars. What's it? So your ceiling is eight, you said, or nine? No, I said nine. Nine? If I could get him at nine, because they're not going to tag him at 12. 12 point, what did you say? 12.1? 12. 12.1 million. Okay. No running back last year signed a multi-year extension with more than 13.5 million guaranteed, while Barkley, Jacobs, and Tony Pollard were all stuck on franchise tags. So... Quasi Adolfo Mensa, the GM of the Vikings, said, I don't know that a few years ago I would have thought that the position didn't rise as much as other positions in the market. Just because they're a lower value position, the running back spot now, does not mean they don't provide a great impact to a team. And he's right. So the Colts gave Jonathan Taylor three years, 42, with 26.5 million guaranteed. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can get Saquon Barkley to take two or three years with 18 to 20 guaranteed. I don't because he thinks he's better than that guy, and he may be. But if the market has devalued to the point where everybody is saying, dude, you come in here, you can win. And beggars can't be choosers at that position now. Perfect example is with the Vikings, right? Right. No Dalvin Cook, but then you go with Alexander Madison, and he busted out. He had... What was it, Cap? Something like uh, oh, 700 yards, 13 games. And so, you know, looking at him, they thought, hey, you know what? We don't have Dalvin Cook here, but, you know, we could just fill the bill. And, again, you're looking to go through, you know, pay through the nose for that. Cook had a two-year, $7 million deal back in March of 2023. I mean, you're just trying to get any dollar you can at the running back position now. And it is a shame that it's devalued the way it is at this point in time, but this is what it is. Young, young running back, veteran uh, running back, you get it every dollar you can. If the Bears are off for him anywhere between 9 and $10 million, if I'm Saquon Barkley, I'd take it. You say he wants to play on natural grass? Well, we got an opportunity. They we got natural grass. Soldier feels much better than it was years past, isn't it? That wasn't even a storyline this past season. So Pro Football Focus is saying that Barkley was, is looking for three years, 
thirty-six million and twenty of it guaranteed. Yeah, no. I'm not going to no. that level. No. If he goes to Houston, good luck. But if I could get him, I'll guarantee you twenty million. I got nothing but money. Why do people care about the money? I get nothing but money. I got ninety million this year in cap space. You're telling me I can't give that guy ten a year? Ten a year for three years, and I'll guarantee twenty of it. I'm not yeah. going to twelve Did a year. Did you just say three for thirty? Wow, uh, three for twenty-seven, but I'm only guaranteeing twenty. I, think, I, I said eighteen. I'd go to twenty. I might vomit giving that breaking news update all over the microphone. You don't like it? No. I get. Listen, if you can get him for the David Montgomery contract, three for eighteen. I'd well, that's even, not happening. I'd even fully guarantee a three for eighteen. That's not happening. He's not doing that. Then so, I don't want Saquon Barkley. That, that, that would be nice. <laughs> that's for sure. That, I mean, that that Montgomery deal sounds good to me. I'd love to see that. As, as I mentioned to start with, it's a shame that the running back position has been devalued this way. But I mean, again, if you're Saquon Barkley, first of all, at his age, and he's he's going to be twenty eight next year. He's, he just turned 27. Just turned 27. Cap, I mean, how many good years does he have left? And we know the injury situation because we saw it ourselves against the Bears. Yeah, that was three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, Shay, you would have a problem give, guaranteeing him $20 bucks. Why? I don't want to guarantee a running back that kind of money. I think, and it's not that I think the position yeah, is devalued. Christian McCaffrey didn't have an impact on the 49ers. Well, I was just going to say, I think the gap between Christian McCaffrey and the second best running back in football is bigger than the gap between the second best and the 35th best. I Christian McCaffrey, I'd pay. But like Saquon Barkley, the Giants drafted him. What, are they, what have they done? Christian McCaffrey is one of one because he does multiple things. There's a huge gap between him and the next best. I would agree with that in that regard. Well, Barkley but, but, was on a horrible team this year. The Giants, okay, they always are horrible. Right. The Maras, the Tishes, okay. So in 2022, when that was a playoff team, yes, he had 295 carries for 1,312 yards. He averaged 4.4 yards a carry. He had 57 catches, 10 touchdowns total. I mean, this guy's a... He's a nice. He's a very good player. Yes, he's Cap. A freaking monster! Now, now, Imagine he, him with Caleb Williams, Dr- um, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, oh, and a top ten receiver. Yes. So Holy! My my stance on this is is that I would agree that the Bears needed upgrade in the running back room with a veteran in there. And I still believe in Roshan Johnson's ability to be the lead back at some point because he's just a kid, Cap. We haven't. We can't turn the corner on Roshan Johnson and just say he's just just a guy. I think he could really be something. I was excited about that pick, as a matter of fact, because I watched him a lot in Texas. Just doesn't show me the breakaway speed. But it's early. Speed is speed. You either got speed or you don't have speed. Okay. So that, so he's, he's a powerful guy. He's a great blocker as well. Good okay. running back. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, well, how would you know? How would you know? Well, did he have the lion's share of the of the uh, of the carries this year, where he was in a position with that offense? I mean, come on, Al. I mean, the the, run, the rushing yards went to Justin Fields. He ran with the football. When when does a running back really get the opportunity to really have a breakout game with the Bears if Justin has the ball in his hands a lot and he's trying to run for his life because of that inept offensive line, or holds the ball too long and has to have a jailbreak? 
All, all I'm saying is that I'm not giving up on Roshan Johnson. You talk all the time about not giving up on young players. I'm not giving up on Roshan Johnson. He, can, he fits on this roster. If you feel like you want to uh, upgrade from Khalil Herbert, I got no problem with or, or Dante Foreman, fine. But the thing is, though, is that there's other priorities on the football team, but trying to find a veteran, veteran running back, I got no problem with. I just don't know how much money you're willing to spend or how much money the Bears would be willing to stomach for someone like Saquon Barkley when so, you've got so, these other holes to fill. So over the cap is projecting the contract to be two years, $22 million, with 15 guaranteed. That's right in line with what I've been saying. I'd be I'd walk with you on this if I knew that the offensive line got better through the draft and free agency first. That that's going to get done. That's the their priority after Caleb. I'd walk with you if I knew. Make sure we know that Jalen Johnson is going to be short up, but also I would walk with you if I knew that the Bears had more on that defensive line to be able to get to the quarterback. It's good, but I want it to be excellent. So our friend Hawthorne Jim, Jim Miller, are you here on the odds couple with Carmen Northy? Great quarterback. The other one, the horse guy. Not the... Don't, t- don't do it. Don't don't do, not, don't the do white, it. not the quarterback. Don't, what, don't was I, what was I going to say? Portly. That's what, it was I coming was out. I was not going to say was, that. It was coming out. I would never say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait just a second. Uh, he said, would Barkley really come to play his games at the field where he blew out his knee? That's a great question. It was years ago, you said. And it yeah, was. He got injured. I have his stats well, here. But like we said, like a, a better. 2020. It's a better soldier field today. Mm-hmm. That was not a talking point last year. That, that field was, was solid last year. Right. No divots. They might have played some high school football on there or maybe, uh, maybe some rugby, but it was fine for game day. That is for sure. So, I mean, like I said, I would walk with you if I knew that other positions were shored up and how much money would be left over. And, and I know, again, we hear about how the running back position cap has been devalued. And I do agree that there needs to be a veteran in that room, along with Roshan Johnson, who I really still am, am pretty high on. I think he, he, he fits on this team. But what about everything else as far as free agency is concerned? Again, we talk so much about Caleb Williams, but there's other holes in this football team because the Bears – it's more than just a quarterback. If the Bears are going to win, you need to be able to find veterans and young players that can uh, pay dividends for this team moving forward. So, uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines to talk about this. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. I'll give my opinion. Other holes need to be filled before we even talk about Saquon Barkley or any running back. But Cap wants Saquon Barkley in free agency. Has he lost his mind? Or do you agree? And only at my price. Let's be clear here. I'm not breaking the bank. I got nothing but money. I got almost $90 million in cap space. And you, I don't know about you, but nut job answering the phones in there mm-hmm. would throw up if they signed him to the deal that I put out there. And you got nothing but money. And, oh, by the way, none of it's coming out of Shea's paycheck. Price went up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Thank you, Fat Joe. We'll get to your phone calls on this momentarily. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Oh, Cap, Jay Hood, big fan, man. Watch out, fellas. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. 
It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget for our podcast, Captain J. Hood and all the podcasts on ESPN 1000. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast that we have. And don't forget to download the ESPN Chicago app. It's housed in one spot. Everything you need and all the extra audio is right there on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So we open this morning not talking about Caleb Williams for once. We actually are talking about other needs on this Chicago Bears team. For the Bears to be great, Cap, for them to be able to excel, it's more than just whoever the quarterback is. It also matters about the infrastructure around the team. And we're talking about who you are, clearly defining who you are as a team, because that's still the jury's still out on that. I don't know what it, Chicago Bears football is under Matt Eberflus. Maybe it'll be more clearly defined uh, this upcoming season. But also that depends on who you're bringing in, drafting free agency. And so the free agency piece of this is who's going to be the running back. You could be cool with Johnson and Herbert, but I do believe that there is a need for a veteran in there as well to help Caleb Williams or whoever the quarterback is going to be this upcoming season. I really, truly, in reference to how you're laying this out, believe this is a playoff team next year, and if they don't make the playoffs, it's a massive disappointment. So you're firing Eberflus, or? No, these guys play for him, man. Oh, okay. He's not my cup of tea in terms of the type of coach I'd hire. Uh Harry's a good person. Right. But I like, you know what I like. I like Dan Campbell, that style guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But the talent level on the team after this draft free agency and UDFA, undrafted free agent signing period, yeah, the talent level on this team is going to be markedly better. That's the hope. Like, That's the hope. Like year three, Jaquan Brisker should be in the Pro Bowl. Kyler Gordon should be a candidate to play in the Pro Bowl. Jalen Johnson is already an all-pro. Yeah, I like my linebackers. With the free agency money, the world should be your oyster as far as selections you want to make to improve the football team. Correct. I know we're hyper-focused on the draft a lot, and I get it because the Bears control the draft because they're the number one pick cap. But I think on top of that, though, the money that the Bears have, you're not going to stow it away for, you know, for a rainy day. You're here to spend it. Not all of it, but the majority of it to get quality players. Right, and I don't want to make stupid signings, but again, only on my terms... If somebody's going to pay Saquon Barkley $36 million over three years, okay, see you later. Thanks. But if there is a scenario out there where I only have to guarantee 20 what do people care? It's not their money, and that guy's a beast. Now I've got, like the Giants, that's a bad situation. Okay. If I've got, sorry, Mike, mm-hmm. I've got Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. I've got DJ Moore. I've got, we'll call him Malik Neighbors. I've got Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. I've got a pretty damn good offensive line when I address center. A little more depth. Saquon Barkley back there? With Roshan Johnson as his backup? Are you kidding? Dude. Oh, man. Doctor. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can make a run now. Who, who's that? Is that Jim Miller that said, what, what if Saquon Barkley, would he be willing to come back to the scene of the crime? Yeah, Jim Miller, who said, <laughs> listening on the app as I drive to Minnesota to pick up my daughter from college, would Barkley really come back to play at the field where he blew out his knee? It's a great question. If I don't you, know. If uh, God forbid you've ever been in an accident and you 
you say, man, I remember that's where that accident happened. You're still going to drive past there if that's your route, right? You're not right. going to avoid it. Or will you avoid that street that you had that bad accident in because there's bad memories? Correct. I mean, so if you're Saquon Barkley, whether you are with the team or not with the team, you got to play at Soldier Field at some point. Well, did they, Again. Did he played here already, didn't he, since then, or no? I believe that's the case. I know he played against the Bears. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, could you imagine? Like, at some point, you got to come back here, whether you are, have a Bears uniform on or not. So, yeah, I would say that he, he would have no problem with it. All right. This play calls for you to run right. Nope. I blew my knee out over on the side. <laughs> run it left. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Remind me to read you. Chris Sims did a deep film breakdown, and I like Chris a lot, uh, breakdown of Caleb Williams, so I'll read it to you. Did you break it down by having a shirt all the way to the top button, or was it a button open at the top of his uh, dress shirt? Uh, I think it was one button undone. Thank God. Thank God. You talk about the difference between him and his dad. His dad's pretty direct, mm-hmm. but Chris is he's a wild Bronco, man. He is. He's, he gets loose. He's really good at his job, though. I enjoy him on TV. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. We will go to Carl and Dixon on Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, Carl, good morning. Good morning, guys. So I just woke up to the stunning news today. I had a comment. Uh, a couple, couple little uh, remarks here. First thing that strikes me is if you're saying uh, a little comparison, is do you think we should pay uh, Mark Andrews or George Kittle big money because of all the things Travis Kelsey has done with the Chiefs? And imagine since they're the second or third best tight end, imagine what they could do. I'd like to argue. Well, I already have a pretty good tight end. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you stop smoking the hashish. Um, uh, the New York Giants have a better O line, that better than O line than the Bears than we do, and he ain't done nothing with them. And Hold we've on. Got ain't done running, nothing got running for almost 1,400 yards. Going. If you look at what Jordan Howard has done, you look at what Jordan we Howard. have a great carousel of cheap running backs, and we've always been in top five of rushing. I'd rather take the money, invest into a good O-line that can open up big holes, and you can look at a sixth or seventh rounder and say, hey, fast guy, look, run through that hole and don't drop the ball. We are on the verge of building a top five, possibly top three or number one defense. When you invest money in Montez Sweat, why not keep investing to build around I've got Montez $90 million in, in cap space, Carl. That's great, and a lot of it's going to go to building an O-line that can support a rookie running back to gain Get 1,200 all-purpose yards. We're going to have D.J. Moore, and we're going to have another uh, wide receiver that we're going to get in this year's draft. They're not going to be getting the ball because now we got to feed Saquon because we gave him all that money. We need to justify paying him. And now other teams are going to just double-team him. They're going to put a spy on him. So either we're paying him to not get the ball, or we're going to give him the ball all the time, and now D.J. Moore is sitting there take running around. Take a breath, around, Carl. Take any Carl. Targets. Everyone's got to Carl. Eat. Take, yes. take a breath, man. They just unrolled the sidewalks in Dixon. Jeez. Take a breath. Take a deep I breath. Love Dixon, Illinois. Yeah, my wife is from Dixon, Illinois. Yes. It's, it's a lot warmer than experiencing the Dixon, Wisconsin. Yes. Take a deep breath. You just said, and uh, thanks for your call. I, I think someone I think someone needs hashish. Holy smokes. Then Carl could use some. He just said, then they're going to spy on him and double team. Great. That means they can't double team DJ Moore and Malik Neighbors and Cole Komet. Somebody's going to be open. I'm not going to. I'm trying to build a great team. Yeah, I'm not going to let you disparage the good name of Cole Komet either. Exactly. What, what do you think? You just some backup tight end in the league? Right. That's a weird one. That was a weird shot <laughs> that he took. <laughs> it's um, a, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. I understand that. Again, I'm saying 
he's probably going to get much bigger money somewhere else. But if, if, with the running market being devalued, I can get him because I've got so much cap space on a reasonably fair deal for a couple years, I guarantee you the 20. Count me in. I just need to know what else the Bears are going to do first, though. I mean, it's an idea, yes. But I'm very concerned about whoever's protecting the quarterback on that offensive line. Through the draft of free agency, that does matter. Mm-hmm. 312-332-ESPN is our telephone number. Craig and Norwich on ESPN 1000. Craig, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, so look, I, I'm, you know, I listen to you guys every day, and I'm just so tired of hearing about, you know, you guys are talking about running backs. Look, we got a GM out there who has repeatedly said he is going to rebuild the team through the draft, okay? And that's what he's been doing, okay? So forget Saquon Barkley, forget DeAndre Hopkins, right? We're going to rebuild the team through the draft. You don't need to sign a guy like that. You can look at the Denver Broncos from the 80s, okay? Terrell Davis, 1,500 yards a year, all right, for how many years? He leaves. Mike Anderson comes in. Nobody knows who this guy is. He runs for 1,000-plus, 1,500 yards a year. Mike Anderson leaves. Clinton Portis comes in. You build your line. The previous caller, I agree with the guy. I mean, maybe the hashish thing, you know, maybe it's just regular weed or whatever. But anyway, Damn. you guys, you guys, wow. you know, forget it. They're not, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do it, okay? So in the words of the famous David Kaplan from Man 1000, I have to borrow those words and say, Stop it. Stop. Hold, hold on, Craig. Stop. You're better than that. No, you're better than that. Hold Come on, on, Craig. Stop it. Craig, how did it work out when a team from San Francisco <laughs> gave up a ton of draft capital and paid for Christian McCaffrey? How'd that work out? It all works out good, but but they're in a better position right now. You know, uh, Hoodie just said it. He's 100% right. Listen to the guy sitting next to you, man. We need a left tackle. We need a center. We need we need defensive end, pass rush, right? We need depth on everything, right? We don't need Saquon Barkley, who's, you know. No, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're, they're not going to do that. It, it, you know, you've been hearing this stuff for the last year. Come on. Come on, Cap, you're better than that. You'd, get, you'd be, you'd be so excited. Oh, my God. Well, I, I would say, Craig, that... Thanks, Craig. Love I, you. I think both things can be true. I think what will happen is is that, yes, you, you've heard polls a, a lot saying we are going to build through the draft, but he also sees the capital he has in free agency, and he's going to be able to spend the money and put uh, players in a position mm-hmm. there as well. So he's actually going to do both. He has the opportunity to do both in that situation. Um so, uh, no, that, that's how I look at it. I, I still believe in the young running back that the Bears have. Because I've always liked the idea, Cap, of thunder and lightning in your, in your backfield. Because you've got to have a change of pace. Everything cannot be a bruiser for three yards, a bruiser for three yards. You have to have your running back that can be flexible as well. The running back position is not what it was when we were kids. The running back position is that actual extra receiver if needed. In the flat, you need a couple of yards to be able to get a first down. Someone that's fast enough to be able to get that. So I like the dual combination, dual threat at the running back spot. Yeah. And again, I'm only doing it at reasonable glue. Period. Like if, it, if the deal works, he's like, you know what? They're doing something special over there. I want to be part of it. I'll pay you. I'm just not paying you at the top of the market. Not tying my hands. But he says, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. 
312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone. We're still to come some thoughts about C.J. Stroud and more of your thoughts on Cap's idea to sign Saquon Barkley. And we also have some updates on a couple of the quarterbacks and Marvin Harrison from the Combine. So I'll give you those when we come back. You're listening to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines Headline with Cap and J. Hood. Seven AM hour brought to you by the Comet Energy Efficiency Program. Blackhawk shut out by the Avalanche last night at the United Center five nothing. Connor Bedard was blanketed all night long, held to just one shot in the game. Bulls will take on the Bucks tonight. They try to win two straight. Chris Middleton will not play for Milwaukee, but the Bucks are three and a half point favorites. Tip off set for nine PM. And Caitlin Clark announced on social media yesterday. I'm out. She is leaving school after this college season, foregoing her final year of eligibility and entering the WNBA draft. Indianapolis has the number one pick. Jay Moore. What you know about that? What you know about that? Cap and Jay Hood are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. Classic. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap'n J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Friday and a great weekend. Open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Shot or no shot comes your way at 8 o'clock. We'll go around the NFL. Also, Jesse Rogers with the latest in the Cubs and the Sox and everything else, MLB at 835. And uh, Cap. And I have been talking about not just the Bears and Kip Williams. We've heard a lot about that. But we need to talk about what else for the Chicago Bears team, like what's at nine and also what free agency. There still are a lot of holes to fill on this football team. There's so much focus on what Caleb Williams is and what he's not, Justin Fields and all that. But what about the offensive line? What about the defensive line getting more pressure? What about the, some of the holes on this football team under Matt Eberflus? And so we're talking about running back. And I know that running back is not a major topic around the National Football League anymore, as a matter of fact, because it's been devalued so much. But Cap came up with the idea, says, what if, the two biggest words in entertainment, what if, what if the Bears were to look into Saquon Barkley of the New York football giants? Also, we're going to talk a little bit about C.J. Stroud as well as far as a hypothetical trade, but there's some news out of the combine we got to get to as well. Yeah, a couple of, th- I got three things for you. One, Marvin Harrison Jr., there was a large contingent waiting where he was going to speak. You and I were there for Jalen Carter last year. Yeah. And we were part of that massive contingent because the news had broken about the accident with the Georgia football staffer getting killed. Yeah. And Hoodie and I are there. We're standing there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, yeah, Jalen had to go back to Athens because there's a warrant out for his arrest. He will not be speaking. Everyone's like, oh, I've been waiting here forever. <laughs> we did it after the show. Yeah. Now, Marvin Harrison, they just said, Marvin's not even here. Mm. Now, I don't know if that means he's not in the building or he's left Indianapolis because he was there, but he is not speaking and has there's no scheduled time now for Marvin Harrison. J.J. McCarthy has hamstring tightness. He will not run at the combine, but he will throw. So, again, no jumping and no running for J.J. McCarthy, but he will throw. And finally, Jaden Daniels says 
I owe it to my guys that are here, Malik Neighbors, and there's another receiver. I'm going to throw. So Jaden Daniels will throw. Caleb Williams not only will not throw, but he will not go through the standard medical testing. He will have medical testing done only for the teams that he meets with because he's going in. There's no scenario where he's not going in the top five. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be, they said, three to five teams that he'll release his medicals to. He's not giving them to all 32 teams, which is his right. Jaden Daniels, you say. Jaden Daniels, a name that we've heard a lot of already because he's one amongst some of the top quarterbacks that will be taken in this year's draft. Dan Orlovsky from ESPN gave his thoughts about Jaden Daniels, how it relates to the Bears. Let's listen. I have not thought that Caleb Williams was a lock at number one because I thought Drake May would be the guy. I was wrong in that. Jaden Daniels should be the guy. If I were the Chicago Bears right now, I would take Jaden Daniels out of LSU. That is not a knock on Caleb Williams. That is a plus in Jaden Daniels. I think, number one, when you watch all these guys play, the best thrower, the best guy against man coverage, ball placement-wise, is Jaden Daniels. Number two, when we're talking about explosive play, like guys who have to throw the ball downfield, what does it look like? Jaden Daniels throws the ball best downfield. And then number three, who's got the best pocket piece? When I say piece, it's P-E-A-C-E. All these guys are athletic. It's no longer like this plus. Every one of these guys has that attribute. The patience and the peace within the pocket, he's the best at. Um, Candidly, I think when it comes to what guy had the best game, none of these guys' games compared to Jaden Daniels against Florida. If you just watch that player versus the University of Florida, you would go, that's the best player in college football, and he's going to be the guy that transfers the best into the NFL. Caleb Williams is fantastic. I think Jaden Daniels is better. Okay. Okay, so, and I'm glad you played that because it's a great segue because you're a pro. Huh? So Chris Sims did exactly what you just played for Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wanted to see for myself. I want to break down all the tapes. Here's what he posted. Got in the quarterback film this week. Caleb Williams is clear, number one. Pocket feel is incredible. Arm is incredible. Mechanics are nearly flawless from the pocket, and the off-schedule stuff makes you say, wow. Pretty good. Yeah. That's the guy. And you know, (laughs) Shay, so you hear this from Orlovsky, and you already broke broke down Jaden Daniels for us in your your scouting report. Yeah. Okay. I mean, (laughs) can, can I just, with a blanket statement, say this, as a college football fan, I saw some great plays from all of the quarterbacks that could be taken in the first round or the second round. I saw great plays across the board, mm-hmm. universally. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get that because you are, are on the precipice of being uh, in the first round or second round. So people look at your skill set and say, boy, you could help our football team, if not now, but in the very near future. So I saw great plays all across the board. My, my overarching point is Orlovsky's almost like just shooting darts, right? You can't be the popular guy that says, oh, you know, Caleb Williams is a guy. So I'm just going to go off platform, and I'll be over here to tell you how great Jaden Daniels is and say that, J- well, wait a minute now. Like, universally, like 98 or 99% of the people, don't listen to me, don't listen to Shay, just people that played the game or point through film have said that, yep, Caleb Williams is the guy. But now Orlovsky's over here telling you, no, it's Jaden Daniels. Well, they've all had – he talked about the play against Florida, right? They've all had great plays. Correct. My point is, though, is that Caleb, to me, is head and shoulders above those guys. It's not close. Okay, so Lewis Riddick was just on getup. 
Lewis, Dan Orlovsky says Caleb Williams. What do you say? He said, quote, I could see why a team would take Jaden Daniels number one. I don't believe the Bears will, but I see exactly why Dan Orlovsky said that. Yes. That's Lewis Ritt. Yes, especially if Caleb Williams wasn't in this draft. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. Yep, if Drake May wasn't in this draft, I could clearly see Jaden Daniels as the number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Drake May's a hell of a football player. Yeah, uh, uh, yes, I can see Jaden Daniels as the number one pick in this draft. If, if three or four quarterbacks also weren't in this draft. But here's two guys that say they'd take him one. Yes, provided that the others were not in it. They didn't say that. I, I did. You do. That, I did. Right. I said that. You know why? Left eye and right eye. That's why. Two sources. Yeah. Let's go to Mike in Homewood Thanks, on Caffeine J. Hood. Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? What's, What's up, brother? What's cracking? Hey, man, look, I agree with you guys. The front the front line is the key right now. Um, I just feel that the offensive line is getting there somewhat, but you still got to beat the left tackle, you know, center, definitely center position. Because you can't have your quarterback drop that, go back, drop back, pass, put that back foot down, ready to make a timely, a timely throw, and he gets smacked around like a rag doll every single time. It throws off his timing. And uh, I think defensively, sticking out of a sore thumb. We need an opposite person, Bumontez Sweat. Sweat. They're going to get one. Two pass rushers, a very good one. You can get a free agency, possibly. I doubt it. But you can definitely get in this draft. But what I'm seeing. There's a lot of good pass rushers you can get. So the Bears are in position. And with the Saquon Barkley thing, I see what you guys are talking about. The running back position has been devalued. Why, I don't know. Because if you look at the teams in the playoffs, they still ran the ball. So mm-hmm. I don't understand it. But having Saquon Barkley with Rokon, with uh, the kid from Texas back there, it like you said, Hoodie, you got to have a mixture. You cannot have the same type of running back and, and just think you're going to get away with it. There are not too many Christian McCaffrey's on, on trees over here. You can't just, oh, there's, there's another one. You can pluck it off. No, you got to have balance. I don't mind having Saquon Barkley. And, Cap, I'm going to be honest with you. He's not going to get that money he think he is because of the value, the value of the running back position. I think you can get him at a bargain. If you that, get him at a bargain. That's like what said, I'm saying. Why the hell not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you can get him at your price, why not do it? Mike, we appreciate the telephone call. Briefly, Cap, can you wrap your head around last year's draft? Remember this time last year we, you and I were talking about? Yeah. This time last year you and I were talking about Jalen Carter mm-hmm. and, and whether or not it's a good idea for the, bull, for the uh, Bears to pull the trigger on Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. Can you wrap your head around the Bears taking Jalen Carter at one last year and what that would have looked like? I'm just looking at his numbers here. He had six sacks. He had 33 tackles. Um, that's about it. I mean, that's about it. no interceptions. Yeah, I mean he's not an intercepted guy. But I'm, just, I'm looking at. I'm just giving you the numbers in front of me. He had a very, very solid rookie year. Two Fell forced, off a little bit at the end. Two forced fumbles. Yeah, he, and everyone said he's been a disruptor in the middle. You don't get the stat numbers as much as being so disruptive. And he, by all counts, he had a pretty damn good year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. But they made a great trade. Great. No question. But that led me to the question I asked you and Shay, which I'll save. I'll ask it in a little bit to you about last year's decision. Yes. I just want to just get, because you and I spent a lot, as much as we talk about Caleb Williams and the number one pick this year, Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time on 
Jalen Carter, his background, does that fit with the Bears, that kind of thing. And now with the Eagles, he had a nice season. So it works out that the Bears were able to move that pick. You got DJ Moore, and it's working out for Philly. Agreed. They've got a building block for the future. Agreed. How about this hypothetical trade? Next on Cap and J-Hood. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Still to come on the show, we'll hear from Courtney Cronin from Indianapolis at the Combine. She'll be with us coming up at 918 right here on ESPN 1000. Jay Moore, there's there's cues jumping out of their cars on the expressway right now. Once once you play that, you know now that works, right? Oh yeah. They're just jumping out of the car now. They're signifying. <laughs> oh my God. Poor cues. All right. Uh, you have a trade for us, a trade proposal, sir. I did. I just want to put a bow on the topic you brought up very eloquently, the Jaden Daniels stuff that you played and brought up. My buddy Shane just sent me this. Thirty-four percent. Of Jaden Daniels, 50 total TDs this past season came against Grambling, Georgia State, and Army. 34% of them. That's a lot. Yep. You know who told you that in his scouting report? You. Daniels threw over the intermediate part of the field between 10 and 22 yards. Between the numbers, only 9.3% of his dropbacks, which ranked 163rd out of 196 qualifying quarterback since 2019. The only quarterback in that span that is, what, four years since 2020 was Justin Fields. It's okay, wow. to, it's okay to be able to separate, uh, separate yourself from the pack and be contrarian, but uh, sometimes Damn. it's as obvious as the nose on your face who the best quarterback is in this draft. It's Caleb Williams. Listen, listen, in three years, maybe Dan's right, but I doubt it. And maybe I'm wrong, but I doubt it when it comes to the quarterback position. Jay Moore, bookmark this so we can have a victory parade with Hoodie. We'll bring cake and no, banners, but, streamers. But, but, but <laughs> we all are watching the same thing, though, when it comes. If you haven't watched regular season college football like Shay and I or some of the others that love college football, it's right there for you on YouTube. It's right there. Take a look at it. They've all had great plays. You're correct. Again, all these quarterbacks have had great plays and great moments. And then there's Caleb Williams. Yeah, different level. Uh, okay, so you asked me for a trade proposal. Yes, sir. So I'm going to call the you're, I'm the GM of the Bears. Yep. I am calling the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. And I am offering them DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, the number one overall pick. And the Carolina second rounder that I own next year, and I want C.J. Stroud back. What do you say as my advisor? What do the Texans say? Which one are you? The Texans? Uh, I'm not taking that deal. As who? The Bears. Okay. Shay? I think both sides would say no. Uh, Jay Moore? Nope. Okay. What do you think the Texans say, Jay Moore? Nope. So both sides are happy where they're at. Correct. That's the perfect trade. Because I do not think the Bears would make that deal, and I do not think the Texans would make that deal. It was a perfect setup Mm -hmm. for both teams. They got the quarterback that looks like he's going to be an all-pro. 
and we got right tackle, standout all-rookie team, second team, cornerback in Tyreek Stevenson, a number one receiver, Caleb Williams, probably, and a second rounder next year. Stop yourself. I wouldn't give all that up. Nope, you get rid of C.J. Stroud, and maybe you're going to try to find someone in the draft. But in the meantime, it's Davis Mills' time in Case Keenum and Tim Boyle. Right, and if the Bears made that deal, C.J. Stroud would look like a dope with a B on his head, like you said. <laughs> well, I, well, now I can revise that. Maybe if Shane Waldron could fit, you know, work with... Well, uh, you'd have nobody to throw to. Yeah, yeah it'd be, yeah. Who's he, blocking for him? You're right back to where you were f- with Justin a few years ago. Correct. It's with... Uh, that's why they traded the pick last year, and they're not trading it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. That's it. Better quarterback at the top that they like. There you go. Coming up next, shot or no shot. That's in two minutes on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show.